All right, welcome guys to the MMOs.com podcast. This is a new year, and we are now in episode 85, and I'm joined fresh off the New Year's partying by... Omer. Gumble. Matt. Shirelia. Yes, the, the whole crew is here. That's right. We always get the names right when everyone's here. Bada bing. Did you get uh, messed up last time when I was gone? Yeah. You, you, How do you, you mess know, it up when I'm gone? I'm last. I, it, There's no excuse. The feng shui gets off if you're not here, all right? The feng shui gets off. I see. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, this week we're going to have a... Uh, Gumby, take it up with the weekly raid before we get too uh, sidetracked right away. Okay, I'm going to take it away. This we're starting off the uh, we're starting off the new year right uh, in a uh, classic MMO weekly raid, which is full of pessimism. And we all know that MMOs and pessimism are everyone's favorite intoxicating drink. So we're asking, what you know? We're gonna get out of the way now. Get out of the way now. What will be the most disappointing MMO of 2017? We have a lot to choose from. Uh, there's a lot of games coming out, a lot of games that people have been waiting for for a long time, such as, say, Albion Online or Crowfall. And if you need a refresher, we actually have a list here, the upcoming 2017 MMOs. Now, as you scroll down the list, you know, these all they all look fine, but they can't all be winners. So we're going to go ahead and talk some smack, and we're going to figure out which one is going to rip our hearts apart right now on January 3rd. So let's go ahead and take it away. Roundtable discussion. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the low hanging fruit. All right, this is like the obvious. Go right, get out of the way. The low hanging fruit. All right, first of all, it starts scheduled to come out in 2017. Before that's not fair. That's that's too low. That one's on the ground. No, that, that fruit's already on the ground. It's spoiled. Fine, we can't it's rotting. Fast. Fine. Then I'm gonna go with uh, almost like a fan favorite, simply because it's mega overhyped. Uh, Lost Ark. It's a game that we've we've seen the videos for. We've gotten excited about. I'm still excited about it, but I'm worried it's gonna be. If it comes out in 2017, it's going to be disappointing because any game that has that level of hype, it's so hard to live up to it. Look, I saw the trailers. I thought they were okay. and it, But in its core, it seems like another uh, Moo Legend-style game, another Lineage Eternal, another, an ARPG kind of game. And if it pulls it off, it'll do well. But the amount of like hype is unusual for the game. It's like everyone's expecting like this next great thing, this godly thing. And from what we've seen about it, it just looks like a really polished ARPG. I mean, it doesn't necessarily bring anything too new to the table, but it's it's got all that hype, and for that reason, it it's, I think it's it could be a big disappointment. And I don't mean to bash the game; I hope it does well. But we've seen time and time again, time and time again, you know, Tree of Savior and all that hype flop. I mean, No Man's Sky obviously it flopped for other reasons too, but all that hype and then it flopped. So I'm scared that uh, Lost Ark may be the may be disappointing in the future. That's mine. That's fair. That's a fair one. Uh, I actually was thinking along those lines as well. If it even comes out in 2017, which I, I, I'm going to go ahead and doubt, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Any, anyone else have any, any winners they'd like to share? Oh, winners? Winner, by, by winners, I mean losers. I mean big old yeah, losers. Of course, of course. Wildstar? Well, Wildstar is not coming out in 2017. Just, we we can talk about Wildstar, though. It is on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Can I get a list? Sure. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's worth bringing up Wildstar because that's going to come uh, up next. I'll go ahead and take it away while you guys look over the list, and I'm going to go ahead and pick a left fielder. Uh, there's a lot of hope behind this one. I'm going to go ahead and snatch it away. Conan Exiles is Funcom's last-ditch attempt to save themselves from uh, dire financial straits. It's a survival game. It has a lot of unique things going for it. And uh, the reason why I am uh, 
looking at it as my biggest disappointment is that it's another survival game, but not just that, it's releasing into early access. And unless it can really pizzazz the shit out of the early access crowd right from the beginning, I think the hype will die and people will go back to their usual games like Rust or DayZ or whatever. Uh, it's just that this is too late to the mm -hmm. survival um, barrage, and I don't think it's, it's different enough to stand out. But we'll see. That's my most disappointing title, and I'm going to be playing it because I'm a survivor or survival aficionado. It's a fun thing to right. say. I have a quick question related to Conan Exiles for you sure. guys. Sure. Does the Conan brand, like, because it is Conan Exile, it's based on the Conan Barbarian franchise. Mm -hmm. Does that brand resonate at all with you guys? Like, I, I mean, I, I consider myself one of you know the older people that play these kinds of games, and Conan was never like a thing on TV. And I'm 27. Like, you guys have any like connection with Conan? Like, does it mean anything to you guys? Nothing. Yeah, it does, no. but but I, but only because I, I was part of the niche that it's from, but it doesn't have the widespread mass appeal. Shoot, um, what about you? Nothing. Yeah, I said nothing. Sorry, I I right. I, I muted to blow my nose because I had already said nothing. All right, oh. I mean, it's just like I, I don't know. I feel like I understand why they're doing it. I don't know. I mean, I guess they already had the the, the Conan franchise. Like, might as well make it Conan rather than anything else. It just—it literally means nothing to I think most of us in here. It's, it's I mean, just I, weird. Um, like it, it's 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 a weird thing to make an yeah. MMO after. I think the thing about Conan, and this is more important than I think any other thing about Conan. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's been a single successful Conan game. I think every single one has been like moderately okay at best. You know what I mean? Like I don't think there's been a single like truly great Conan game. I, I think it's and, fair to say that you know, the Conan MMO flopped. I mean, that's, that's a fair statement. The company that makes the game, Funcom, is like was teetering on bankruptcy just like earlier this year. So it's it is fair to say that I don't think we've had a single successful Conan game, unless it's like an obscure SNES game that like blew it out of the park, you know. But I mean, I, I think in terms of gaming, I don't think there's any like clout at all. I think it's mostly going to be people that read. Uh, shit, is it a comic series or a book series? I can't remember. Book series by Robert Howard. Most people that are going to be attached to it are going to be the people that read the books rather than the people that saw, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie or something. Or right. gamers. You know they remade it, by the way. Quick aside, they remade the Conan movie. It was a hilarious flop. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> and then the IP itself is too weak as well. I think you're, I think you're, you're right. Any other, any other games we can pick out of this list? Nope, that's not happening. All right, so... Um, Worlds Adrift, right? They dropped the NDA, I mm -hmm. think. So I'm going to go ahead and say Worlds Adrift. And I have oh. not played a playtest in a while, but when I did play it, I didn't see a cohesive game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't see where the longevity was in it. I, I just didn't get it. Like, it, it basically is a game where you jump from, like, island to island, build ships and fight them in air while exploring this massive open world. And I mean, I won't deny that the tech is cool. Like, the fact that any mm -hmm. item is just going to, like, always be there until somebody moves it, you know? It's, it's cool. But what they've made with it is just... It feels like another Bossa Studios, like, physics experiment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Surgeon Simulator and everything. There's, like, a loose game there, but it just doesn't feel like there's going to be anything that in the long term holds you. And so that's why I'm not really looking forward to Worlds Adrift myself. I, I think it's fair. I mean, I, it's, yeah. I want to go back to Conan for a second before I give my game. It's, I think it's kind of sad that, um, 
Yeah, Funcom was one of the few uh, MMORPG, like, solely dedicated developers, right? There was Turbine. They're gone. Uh, SOE is gone. At least as a, as a dedicated MMORPG company. Um, so, that's kind of... You know, Funcom now is going with the survival games. I think it's going to make financial sense for them. I think it'll sell enough copies to not be a disaster. It'll make money. More than Secret World did. That was the real flop for them. Not, not Conan, the MMORPG. Uh, for my game... Uh, disappointment, I think, is going to be Shroud of the Avatar. This game is actually going to come out this year, apparently. That's what they're saying. Um, that's, that's low-hanging fruit. That, that, that fruit's on the floor, too. Really? That's what I feel. I don't think so, but... It's okay, I, go I, ahead. He took it. You're, eating, you're taking a bite of the rotten fruit. Okay, okay. So, I'm actually surprised that it's, the recent reviews have been mostly positive. Because I remember you know, a couple of months ago, I looked at the reviews and they were all negative, you know? This game mm -hmm. has been in development for a while now. Uh, an official Steam release date has 2014. No, really? Because that's, that's so I guess that's, that's when it first came out on paid early access, and you can mm -hmm. still pay for it, 40 bucks. Uh, this Ouch. game was supposed to be, you know, Richard Garrett and Lord British's like comeback, you know, old school RPG, you know, Ultima style. Um, it didn't live up to that, you know this. It's made by Portalium. Or I don't know how to pronounce that, but uh, they were basically a mobile Unity-based, a mobile game developer, right? And they decided to make this. And it's sad to say that, like, someone who's so, who you know, who pioneered the genre, right? MMORPGs. Even he can't make a modern MMORPG. So what hope does anyone else have? <laughs> so that's why I say Shroud of the Avatar is my most disappointing, I think will be the most disappointing. Because not only will it be a disappointing game, but the fact that, one of the you know pioneers of the genre couldn't make a comeback in the genre. So it's like yeah. the Who playing Super Bowl. It's just a sad old man trying to relive rock and roll, and he can't do it. I don't know. There, <laughs> there are two important notes, I think, about that, too. Portalarium uh, also tried to make a browser plugin that would allow, allow higher quality games to be put in the browser and basically like failed to like really have that take off either. And also, Shroud of the Avatar itself, they've said apparently in the past, I've read that they um, were going to completely redo the graphics, basically, and that a lot of what you still see is placeholder. Um, now it's coming out this year, and all that placeholder shit is still there. Like, I just, I don't understand how they're going to redo most of the graphics in the, like, six months that it seems like they're going for. Yeah, I, I, like I said, if, if this is the best that uh, the guy, you know, the guy behind Ultima Online can do today, uh, it's it's disappointing for the genre and outlook. I think. Yeah, how much money did they end up raising from crowdfunding anyway? Anybody have any number? Because they were, I'm sure they were on Kickstarter, Indiegogo. It looks I like think I'm... it's over twelve million now. Really? No way. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, I'm looking at the, their homepage. It says uh, again, I don't know when they, they they said they put a crowdfunding record. I'm not sure how old this post is. Let's go to their homepage. Uh, dude, wow, holy crap. It's about $11 million. I didn't think it was that high. I mean, they do have a page for it on their site. Uh, I just put yeah. it on the stream. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, raised through Kickstarter, it's about $2 million. Raised through the website, about $9 million. So total raised, about 11 That's a lot of money. Wow. I, I thought it was much less. But again, this is a guy who raised... He's, he's somebody who has industry experience. He pioneered the genre, basically, with Ultima Line. He popularized the genre rather than that pioneered. But he has a design experience. He's worked on... Uh, other games too and with about 11 million bucks and he obviously his own mass personal wealth he so far we have this you know and it's 
It's just sad that you know, somebody who has I mean, all it might still surprise us. I don't think I yeah. have actually played it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, we're not being fair, but it doesn't look like it plays well. It doesn't look well good either. And the fact you that know, look, everything is caps here in the description for the game. That's not, that's always a bad sign when you have to use all caps. That's the okay, Daisy thing. Here's a bad sign to me, right? And this is going to sound kind of biased, okay? But this is a pretty bad sign to me. They've done uh, crossover promotions with Star Citizen, including oh, introducing yeah, in-game right. items that were branded with the Star Citizen logo. Oh no! Look, you put two dukes together, you get a you get a diamond mech. Come on, that's how alchemy works. <laughs> oh no! Sure, you have any? Uh... Potentially disappointing games for us in 2017. Soul Worker because it's probably not going to come out. All right, that that's fair because I, I don't think it's going to come out. It, it probably it might have come out. We've heard nothing about it since the original, you know, Game Four's splash page. Really, <clears throat> that's a bad sign. So then maybe it'll come out after 2017, which would be the disappointment. Mm -hmm. I, I think I more generally, a lot of these foreign games aren't going to come to the West, so that'd be a big disappointment overall. I still think that Soul Worker, they weren't ready to announce it. And what's probably going to happen is it's going to get published in Korea first, and then they'll mm -hmm. start talking about the North American release. Yeah, that's fair. And, I mean, guys, we, we had, you know, this, this whole segment at the beginning is, you know, disappointing games of 2017. But I want to clarify very quickly that I, I'm not particularly grim on the genre either. I mean, there is always this consensus on RMORPG, on gaming forums, that the MMO genre is dead. I think we've all heard it many times. But if you look at the actual numbers, the people playing MMOs and how much money MMOs are making has only been going up. Obviously, I think there has been a slowdown in the Western, you know, quote-unquote AAA market, but the number of people playing games are going up. MMOs, people spending money in these games is going up, Thank, mainly due to the large Asian market, but these games have always been huge in Asia. They've always been kind of small in the West. So the, the genre is not dead. Okay, we want to clarify, no matter what, you know, skepticism and cynicism you hear, the genre is still alive and well, all right? Just because, you know... I'll preface that. The okay. MMOs might be alive and well, but MMORPGs specifically. Nope. They're still growing. I bet you they're still growing. I, I'll find specific stats on MMORPGs, but even those are still growing. Mainly thanks well, you know, thanks again to what I'm the China. The Doom and, and Gloom is mostly an MMORPG genre specifically, not MMOs in general. No one is no one's saying League and Overwatch and stuff aren't yeah, doing okay. well. Yeah. But again, if you look and at MMOs, are MMOs. I mean, if you guys on if you guys ever play like some of the more major games on like the Korean or Chinese servers, you're gonna see hundreds of people like all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's it's a it's a huge difference. So, uh, I mean, it really is. Uh, I think that I don't think that our culture as a whole in the West really wants to spend the time that MMOs really require as a larger like community mm -hmm. rather than just those that it's us that are dedicated to it, and. Um, it's kind of funny when you think about it because of how much time people end up putting into MOBAs, but it's just the perception that you like have more control over how much time that you will put into MOBAs and shooters that allows them to put that much time into it, I think, rather than MMOs where you're constantly thinking, but I'm not max level yet. Mm -hmm. I think when you have all these options, people are so eager to switch between games, you don't commit. And I don't think people, you know, when people play a game for like an hour, two hours, three hours at a time, I think unless you really put in the time, you don't really even enjoy the game. Like, you have to really commit to a game. And I think we'd all be better off if we just had less choice almost to a degree. It sounds kind of counterintuitive. But, you know, if, if we only had like, let's say, Night Online or even like Fly for any game, right? If we only had that game to play and we just actually ended up playing it, I think we'd all have fun. But the moment we have like 100 different choices, it's 
it's paralyzing. You, you yeah. jump from one game to the other. You always want to see what's on the horizon, and you end up doing nothing. Expectations changed faster than uh, anything else. Because uh, if you look at those, you know, like I think EverQuest peaked around a million subs. Awesome Online had 200, 250 million. I mean, excuse no, me, 200,000. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there are plenty of MMORPGs with big player bases today, like ESO, Star Wars, The Old Public, you know, mm -hmm. WoW, you know, still Final Fantasy XIV. It's just that. We, we're comparing the genre now to like bigger games, like bigger, like more broad-based genres, whether it's you know MOBA or like mm -hmm. mobile games. Uh, I don't think MMORPGs can ever be that big, but they don't have to be because you know they were never that big to begin with. Yeah, but my point is they're not, they're not dead. People have been saying yeah. they're dead. I think they're just plain wrong. Well, that's because they're comparing it again, like I said, to League of Legends okay. or, or or game or genres with bigger appeal. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess we beat that one in. Uh... And before before we jump to another topic, uh, uh, Massively OP, another gaming site, they did their own uh, survey for the what they polled their users what their users said would be the biggest flop of 2017 or beyond. And here's where Shu's favorite game gets some uh, mention. There was oh, a tie yeah? between Wildstar and Star Citizen on Massively OP. Oh damn! See, I was right the whole time. Look, it's getting compared to Star Citizen. I mean, come on, guys. But what's funny is if you scroll through down to their uh, actual results. Uh, Star Citizen had a lot more votes of being the most the biggest flop in 2017 or beyond than Wildstar, but they they kind of clumped them together because those are the only two games that were like, I guess, the biggest yeah. flops. Yeah, the biggest the biggest potential potential dukers. That was a good segue uh, for my. Uh, mm -hmm. what, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, some bets for 2017 here when mm -hmm. it's fresh in the first podcast of the year. So first bet: What month will Wildstar shut down this year? So your options are you know January to December or not this year. I feel like not this year might be a safe bet only because you get the you know everything after twenty seventeen. You got more. What do you guys say? Let's go round table. Start. Let's with, go round table. Let's go. Let's, I'm gonna put the pressure on Gumble. Go. You go first. Um, I'm gonna write these down. By the way, June, 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 done. Okay. Right, June. I'm writing down. Don't worry. Not this year. That's me. All right, Matt. Matt not this year. Not this year. Gumble says June. Omar. I'll I'll do. Uh, I'm gonna say September of Ooh. 2017. All right. I'm gonna okay. say late November. All right. Christmas time. All right. I'll, I'll be the outlier. I'll say early. So I'll say April this year. So four months. Let me put you on there too. April. All right, those are the dates they're in for our first bets of. Uh, well, by the way, what are we wagering? That's, we got we got to put oh, the yeah. wager down. Winner gets to pick the, uh, one of the games: Sunday Fun Day or Friday Grind Fest. All right, and then and for the rest of the week, everyone has to call them senpai. Uh, in all correspondence, uh, both on stream and off stream. And any violation. So are we getting rid of the old Wildstar shutdown one? Hey guys, now? some air from Emo's not. See, where is that? Way at the bottom. Way at the bottom. So let's let, let's look at these as well. Wow, we do have we we have, we have, we, have, we have predictions again. I didn't even see these. Let's get rid of that. We'll, Fine, we'll those are all gone. Let's forget about those. We're, we're starting over on those predictions anyway. And because we're talking about some bets, let's get some uh, updates on previous bets. So the most recent bet that's going to settle is I made a bet that Battleborn will go free to play in six months, and I made a ten dollar bet with Matt. And that bet was uh, back in was that September of 2016. I only have two months yeah. left for my bet to pan out. Otherwise, I pay. Uh, I pay ten bucks to Matt, so hopefully, the, I'm I'm really hoping it goes free to play now because I'm, I'm running out of time. But I still believe that bet has time to pan out. I think I'll still win. 
and I still have eight months for Overwatch to go free to play. At that one's a bit more of a long shot. I think I have a better shot for uh, Battleborn to go free to play the next two months. I don't think Overwatch is going free. All right, well, gonna we'll lose see. On that one. I think I think we got this. Actually, while we're talking about um, potential shutdowns for Wildstar, it's worth mentioning too that even a game like uh, I think one reason Matt may be right in saying not this year is if you look at Firefall. Remember Firefall? We, we the website went down. We thought it shut down, right? But it's back. And I was actually curious about like how is Firefall still a thing, right? Like nobody. So I go on their homepage, and there's literally been zero news posts on their news section since May 26 of 2016. So Firefall is most certainly like it has not been touched in forever, but the servers are still up. The game is still going. So this kind of proves you can just keep it going on like maintenance mode of like no updates, no nothing. So they're doing it. You know, it's happening. If you look on their forums, there's, there's not there's not been a developer post since like uh, July of 2016. Not a single moderator slash developer dev tracker post, and the game is still up. Well, uh, it might. So you think it's gonna survive as a zombie? It's possible. That's why Matt but, could be right on this one. Remember, Firefall is run by owned by a Chinese company, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas NCSoft uh, is, uh, which owns Carbine, which makes Wildstar, is known for shutting down games that don't perform. So we're kind of basing it on the history of the publisher as well. That's and true. actually, that's funny because I know a lot of people that played City of Heroes are really mad about it because Wildstar is still alive, whereas City of Heroes was doing better and it died. Yeah. That's yeah. That's unfortunate. So who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll keep this one. Keep it alive. You know, they don't want to. They don't want to call it quits yet. Well, I think one of the things is like Carbine is an actual subsidiary of NCSoft, so mm-hmm. that might have something to do with why it's still alive. Mm-hmm. Makes right. sense. In uh, in but let's move to some brighter news. All right. Brighter news ago. We've been very pessimistic right okay, now. I'm so gonna, let's let's I'm cheer it up. I'm gonna make a prediction on what is going to be the biggest MMORPG launch of the year. And uh, it's going to be, in my humble opinion, Nostralia's Fresh Start server. The biggest... Elysium Nostralia's comeback server. I don't think uh, that counts. They can make no money off of that. Well, biggest by player count, I'll say, then. So I know I, I am pumped. Yeah, Comes out Saturday. I have, uh, I've uh, eviscerated all my plans for the day. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to hopefully get in the server. And uh, I'm going to grind up with some buddies. And uh, yeah, I've just I'm 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 really looking forward to it. Uh, to kind of add to your point there, Erhan, currently there are almost 9,300 people online in the Elysium Discord. It's worth noting that the Nostarius PvP and PVE server have been online, but a lot of people have been waiting for these fresh start servers, myself included. Um, it's kind of it's pretty fun when no one's max level and you're all starting off together. It's also extremely hard to kill a single boar, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I, I bet you're right because there's just so many people. Waiting how many for players it. on that Discord anyway? Because I know you're on the that Elysium Discord. Ninety-three hundred. That's insane. I've like, seen it go as high as thirteen thousand. That's absolutely nuts. That, online, that, yeah. online. Holy that's, crap! That's the that's that's the crazy part. I think I think it's fair to say that's probably going to be the biggest MRP. Is it still fair to call it an MRPG launch? It is a relaunch of a vanilla server. Well, keep in mind, the servers are on, they're online already, right? Yeah. So there's already two servers online. This is just a fresh start server. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I imagine it's going it, to, it, it's going to be a very big, it's going to be a big rush to get in there. I and actually, so. yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be the biggest launch of the year in terms of player base. 
we will be doing a first look or uh what is it called friday grind day for mm -hmm. uh for the pv oh, for vanilla next Wild. friday yep next friday i don't know i, I really think I, I think we need to talk about that because the server there were server queues for the astaria servers and people couldn't get in because there were two thousand people ahead of them so we may need to figure out where the population's at if capable if capable if capable that's fair it might be like archage and lose a spot because we can't yeah. log in <laughs> Also, I mean, speaking of positive news too, I mean, you know, we were saying MMORPGs potentially being dead. I, I still say they're not dead, but we have another uh, big, big uh, Chinese game launching here in the West. Uh, oh, what Moon could that be? What could that be? It's a game that Gumby, I think you did a video for, if you want to take it. Oh, I did, Moonlight Blade. Yep. I did do a video for Moonlight Blade ages ago. Uh, Moonlight Blade is a beautiful looking Wuxia MMORPG that I struggled to understand because it was all in Chinese. Uh, but it's very focused on, I want to say almost like a Blade and Soul combat style, wherein the movements are kind of slow in line with, I say, a Street Fighter or whatnot. Uh, very pretty game. I, I hope to see... Now, when we saw this, this was a video that was in Chinese, right? There's no press release or anything from yeah. uh, well, any company I, or publisher, right? Right. I had a friend go back over it, though, and he said that uh, basically it's a whole lot of nothing. Uh, they have, like, little details, and they mention that there's going to be a Western release, but there are no details at all. Um, other than that, there are, like, small details about, like, updates that are coming to the game over the next year. But interesting thing, in going with the whole uh, Wuxia theme of it, they um, they talked in poem for the entire video. Wow. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Uh, all right, well, good for them. I'm glad they're keeping it thematic. That's nice. Also, I mean, this this might be like a mini hype me up. But I've been looking at what people have been saying about Moonlight Blade. Uh, the game launched, I think, back in July in China. So, and obviously, there's no release date in the West yet. So, it might not come out this year. Or if it does come out this year, probably late this year. But one of the interesting things I I've seen about the game, based on what people have been playing on the Chinese version, is that it's actually going to have that, that. There's been no pay to win stuff, meaning that everything in the game's cash shop has been vanity items, purely cosmetic items. So on the Chinese version, they've gone almost that Terra route of only selling cosmetics, which is surprising because a lot of you know a lot of the more ridiculous pay-to-win stuff from what we've seen has been from Chinese browser games, not necessarily client games. So it's good to see that they're, they're, they they kind of want to even in their home market they're sticking with the cosmetics only. So I mean that alone I feel like could get a lot of people hyped up for this game. I think a lot of people probably unfairly write off a lot of foreign games as being pay-to-win if it's Korean or Chinese. So hopefully maybe this might you know help alleviate that stereotype if they continue with that model also apparently it has a uh, housing that's yeah. pretty big for me housing i think is is big i even if it's not done perfectly i still think it's good i, I know i made fun of the housing in um what was that new x legend game twin saga right but even that is better than nothing because it gives you something to work towards and that's like one of the most important things in an mrpg for me is ha to have something to work towards Without that, I feel like, what's the point of playing if I'm not making progress towards something that I want? So, maybe I'm the culturally ignorant one here, but what exactly does wushu, like, what does that mean? Like, the po what does that do with poetry? Like, somebody was, you guys were mentioning something about the the genre or whatever? What What is it? What is that all about? Uh, as far as I know, it's just it's basically a genre of literature, or maybe fable is better to put it, that deals with martial arts, magic, uh, kind of like the tales of knights in, you know, Western literature, mm -hmm. uh, so you know basically they're historical lit. Flying on swords is a thing, all right. Flying on swords. 
All right, we've seen that in uh, Dream of Mirror Online and a bunch of other you know Chinese games. Flying on Chinese like flying on swords, and they love wings. And actually, I think Matt uh, had an insight about why Chinese. I don't buy this, wings. but uh, you don't buy it. All right, Matt. Flying on swords is amazing. Okay. Yeah. So basically, um, what I was told by somebody I know is that um, Chinese games have wings because most of their gods, like most of their their gods are depicted in like golden armor or robes or something. So, and demons are the ones that have wings. So, but they're not like angelic wings. So basically, with all the settings that they've had that are based on like Chinese gods, they're um, they're more uh, interesting. You know, like having like wings and stuff, and it makes you feel godly in a way that's from a different culture because apparently they have a fascination with like Western culture the way we have a fascination with like Japanese and Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, what, that's what basically do we have it. that has wings? Angels, I guess. Angels, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angels are they make you feel godly. All right. I mean, that's, I that's basically it. But okay, I mean, I don't really see a lot of wings in in Western culture, personally. No. But maybe I just maybe it's just so common that I just don't see them because it's not a thing. It's like it's not like it doesn't stand out, so I don't notice it. Well, I mean, it's apparently the same reason that they have a lot of golden armor and. Um, Chinese games is because of their gods. You know, their gods are depicted with golden armor and robes and stuff. I thought because they were obsessed with money over in China. You know, gold gold is valuable. No, it's true. <laughs> so yeah, but apparently it's that simple. Fascination with Western culture and it's more unique than the traditional Chinese settings. Plus, I feel like almost in like Asian games, we see like angels more in like Chinese games and Western games, right? It's even like angels online, you know, like, like the angels, wings, and stuff like and angelic features are almost always in Chinese games pretty often. My, I guess, I guess. Actually, what my my biggest notice in these kind of Asian games and uh, Asian MMORPGs is how much more quote realistic they are than fantasy setting. So, for example, like we're f- I'm watching this video of uh, Gumball playing uh, Moonlight. Uh, blade here he's fighting like these uh bandits and stuff and i've noticed there are there are monsters right in these games but mm-hmm. it's mostly like just humanoids and bears and wolves you don't see goblins and orcs, orcs. and ogres as frequently you know like for what i what I, for example from what i'm watching this video right this could be like a historic game right there's nothing there's nothing unhistoric about this right now mm-hmm. you know in this scene besides them jumping like crazy i guess this looks beautiful though. Like, look at the background. You can see it too. Like, it's it very Revelation vibe too, from the draw distance and the massive open areas. Uh, I think this looks better than Revelation Online. I haven't played. I think so too. Yeah, it looks so much smoother. Mm-hmm. That's the first yeah. thing. I don't think they're comparable. And this was released uh, a while ago. I mean, this video is from October 2015. I mean, I guess if a year isn't a while for you guys, but. <laughs> So I'm looking at some of the other features in the game. I mean, action combat, as you can clearly see. I mean, that's a big plus. This is gonna be a, it's, they, they label it as a semi-sandbox open world. So I'm not sure what semi-sandbox necessarily means, but it's it's got one of those. Uh, four factions. Yeah. Semi-sandbox, I think they're talking about the PvP faction wars and stuff. Mm. But yeah, I, I have hope for this game. I mean, it seems also like a higher budget title than Revelation, and it's, it looks nice. Is this one being pub- was this one by uh, Tencent? Tencent, yeah, yeah. And you have the biggest game developer in the world behind this game. 
So I don't know if you guys mentioned it, but is this have any chance of coming out in the West? Is there a announced Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the beginning. Well, oh, okay. The only reason we bring it up is because there was a Chinese video and they announced, they mentioned in passing in the Chinese video for the game that they're going to do a Western version. Hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no no word on a release date. If you want to play right now, you can still play. There's a guide on how to play MoonlightPlay.mmos.com. It has to be updated. It has to be updated. It's a Chinese version, but keep in mind, uh, there is no English patch for the game just yet. So, I mean, there hasn't been one since release, so don't expect one anytime soon. Wow, Gumball, you powered through this without an English translation. Yeah, it was pretty rough. In the beginning of the video, you see me struggle just to enter the game because you know how, like, the enter button's on the right, not the left. So I exited out of my That's character. That's actually not always true. There's a fun dance every time I pull up a foreign game of is it on the left or Oh, the really? Right? Yeah. That's funny. Well, I, I guess wrong. I chose wrong just like an Indiana Jones. So I'm, I I goofed and had to start over. All right, guys. We, we mentioned Revelation Online. We got to sneak this in. I think this yes. is the most fun news of the week. This is I thought this was pretty interesting. Oh, okay. Show your, I want your take on this quality, quality animation as well. Definitely put the animation on the stream. But Revelation Online is getting an animated movie in 2017. Oh, boy. What? Can we like, all watch it together? Just let's so enjoy can... it together. Everyone just wanna, enjoy it. I want to see the pristine, crisp animation. All right. Well, I've already seen the video, studio. baby. We're at 15. I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching. And we can comment as it goes on. All right. It's an evil dragon, I guess. Sparkly key. Well, mine, mine is not loading. Oh, there we go. This a... looks awful. There's my commentary. Done. There's <laughs> a flying whale or a narwhal. I'm not really sure what that is. That's, but... in, the, that's in the game. You actually right. see it flying mm -hmm. over. In the area that we went to, that one dungeon, the tower one. What's going on here? Have you guys? Has everyone here played it? Uh, yeah. I, so, I don't know about you. I have not played it. Is this? You have not played. Is this using like in-game graphics? Pretty much. I, that's what I wanted to say. That uh, the in-game cinematics, um, uh, they look the same, uh, as far as I remember, and it hasn't been that long. Uh, well, it's it's a little different. It's the actual cinematics, like not the ones that are just That's in right, real yeah, time. Yeah, right. yeah, the actual, the actual cinematics. cinematics. Yes. I, I think Matt described the graphics and the animation quality in this game best. So have at it, Matt. It looks like you know the old PS2 games, the cinematics they had. It looks like that. It looks just like it. Does. <laughs> it looks exactly like those old like PS2 <laughs> cutscenes. But like I don't know, like, we we see like animated movies in in the theaters here, you know, Pixar, Disney, DreamWorks, and stuff, and like it just seems like crisp, smooth, and beautiful, like and magical. Even if they're kids' movies, like, you can appreciate the animation. But when I saw that trailer, I'm like, this is like the jankiest thing ever. Like, what is this? <laughs> like, it just seems so silly that they're gonna make a movie on this. All right, here's here's the consoling fact: it can it cannot be worse than Final Fantasy Advent Children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, so hold on, hold on. So Evan Children wasn't as bad as the previous movie that I forgot. Yeah, wasn't that it? one, the Spirits Within. Spirits the Spirits Within was was the worst one. All right, I think Evan Children was better, much better. Advent Children had some badass fight scenes. The yes. choreography was pretty good. Yeah, the fight scenes were like, yeah, that was it. That was, I, I don't think it was an, it was a great movie, but at least you, you could appreciate the action. Like it had something, you know, a little something. Oh my, I don't know, man. They both made me cringe. Advent Children made me cringe. No, you mean, Other one, yeah. I mixed them up. Yeah, I forgot the name of the first one anyway. So it was that the first one was so unmemorable I couldn't even think of it. Spirits Within. Oh my god, I was so hyped for that movie too. It was like the biggest disappointment because, like, I, I was probably the most in love with Final Fantasy at that point than I ever was. Like from then it's been downhill. You know, I still enjoy the series, but that was like the peak. Dude, I mean, here's a rule of thumb. 
If it's a video game movie, it sucks. Has anyone seen the Assassin's Creed movie? Oh, yeah, it's out now. Thumbs up, thumbs down if anyone saw it. I didn't see it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I didn't see it. You saw it? No, but I already know what it is. Oh my! Well, yeah, you're using my rule of thumb. If it's a video the rule game, of thumb. Can you guess the? Uh, I mean, I don't think you should ever judge a movie solely based on Rotten Tomatoes. But would you like to guess the, uh, the score, the percentage score? Just get throw out a number, whatever number uh, jumps to mind. Twenty-eight. Twenty-five. Okay. Anyone else? Shoot. Uh, no, all right. No, She's not there. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um. Any number. I don't know, because I don't really know enough about Doesn't them. matter, just pick a number, 1 through 100, done. Uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, 50? 17%. 17 oh, shit. <laughs> wow. I, thought I, was, I thought I was being harsh. <laughs> that's pretty rough, I gotta say. That's. I've heard it was terrible. Look, I, the... I like the guy that's in it, too. What's his name? Uh, Michael Fassbender? Michael right? Fassbender, I like him, yeah. Oh, well. The the trailer, look, I, I think the trailer looked kind of mad, but I didn't think it'd be like a 17% bad. You know, seventeen percent low. See, I think it would have been better. I, I think their problem was trying to introduce a character that wasn't uh, Desmond, that still like jacked into the Animus in the same way. Mm-hmm. I think what they should have done is like Assassin's Creed Four. They should have done some sort of like you're working the main character's working at Abstergo kind of thing, mm-hmm. and like going back through these things. I, I I don't know. I just didn't like the way they did it, and I'm I'm pretty sure that. That's not the only problem it has. I haven't seen <laughs> it, but like immediately, I was like, "Okay, you're introducing a new character that you're pulling out of uh, like their history, like their family history, because that's what mm-hmm. they do. They go back through their lineage. So you're introducing a new character and a new lineage, and that just doesn't kind of like sit right with me." I guess they wanted, to, they wanted to divide. They didn't want any, the the movie to have anything to do with the story in the games. I guess then. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the point dumb. of making? Yeah, what's the point of making a video game movie if you're not going to live up to well, the video game? They don't want to oh, pollute their pr- actual moneymaker franchise. Like, <laughs> but they could have made a good movie. Like, it's, no, I they think couldn't. it's conceivable to have a good no, video game well, movie. No. It all began with the Super Mario Brothers movie, and it's that never was a stopped. good movie. I okay. maintain that was a good. That was hilarious. Hilariously like, bad, but it was the, hilarious. The issue with these like game movies is that they they don't really follow anything close to the game. It's just like some semblance of like. The characters and then thrown into some weird situation that has nothing to do with like but that. Why game. make it then? The Silent Hill movie. Oh my god. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't agree with it. I'm just saying that's that's kind of what like game movies are, right? They just take the characters and the general concept and just make up some shit. It has nothing to do with the actual game. Don't they have like a million Resident movies. Evil movies? Uh, there's six or seven. We talked about this the other day. Six. Yeah, they they really and they're all. I mean, they get progressively worse. <laughs> They're pretty awful. They're good possibly, possibly the worst choice was they're all action movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, Warcraft was okay. That's that was my. That was, that was okay. Yeah. For and also it's an MMORPG movie. You know, it fits the theme wow. of the podcast yeah, pretty yeah, well. Yeah, and I think okay. all of the video game movies. I think the Warcraft movie was probably my favorite. It was fun. I mean, obviously, it had, it had enormous issues with the movie and like stuff that nagged me. Mostly, some of the acting, but whatever, you know. I, I still kind of enjoyed it. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I have no interest in watching Assassin's Creed. Now, here's the question. Here's a prediction. Will it bomb the box office? I, I mean, it's already been out for a few days. It has not made back its budget yet. All right. How how much did it cost to make that movie anyway? 125 million. Oh, all that money burnt. See this, this more than some that, of the games, I'm the sure. The sad thing about Most this games, though yeah. is that like it it mm. 
it like makes people not want to make movies of it, you know? And like it's, it's of games. These, Good. All please. these people that no, all these people that don't understand gaming trying to make like, oh man, that's really popular, you know, with like PewDiePie and shit or whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's let's make a movie about that. And then it's like they don't understand it and what makes people like it, right? And then they just make some shit up and then then now people don't want to make you know real gaming movies so mm -hmm. all right well and was, i don't want them to there was one good video what? game movie of 2016 oh, really yeah the angry birds movie come on <laughs> wait was it was that this year too it was 2016 right no was it actually good i don't like, know I never watched are, are, are you trolling He's i trolling. never watched it i have no oh. i have no interest in watching it uh, it, it wasn't a, good it got a 6.3 on imdb i mean i've seen worse <laughs> it was an okay. Was it okay? I think. All right. I think it was an okay. Good for kids, right? If you're a kid, yeah. whatever. All right. Speaking of uh, possible commercial successes, guys. Oh, good. I well, think this is it. the most interesting data set we've seen this week. <gasps> and it's the top 100 best sellers of 2016. The top games is measured by gross revenue this year. Uh, it's not in order. You have like various rankings for platinum, gold, and uh, silver, and bronze. So you can see. So let's look at some it, of the games that made this list. Yeah, let's take it one, one uh, category at a time. So first, let's talk about the Platinum games. These are mm -hmm. the top, uh, looks like 12 grocers. And again, they're not in any order, because every time I refresh this page, the order is different. But they're still in the same category, like Platinum or Gold. So of the Platinum games, my biggest shock, which maybe it shouldn't have been, is No Man's Sky. I mean, this got so much hate when it came out. And yet, it is one of the best performing games of the year for PC. It was mega successful, even though like they don't deserve it, you know. It was mega successful. So the hey, takeaway the is lie to your spoken. audience and release. The market it. has spoken. Yeah. Uh, I hate that phrase. Well, considering this is only uh, Steam's charts, I'm sure they uh, deducted refunds and all that. Yeah, I I'm sure they did. Guys, guys, quick question about No Man's Sky. If you click on it. I actually went to the page by default too. There's there's no user review. I was gonna say that, but I was waiting to, to speak up. I just I also clicked it and I see there's no reviews. Really, they Did they get be broken? Oh, maybe they're down. Do other the games? Yeah, the Steam community could be down. Yeah. Check other games. If other games I'm also right don't now. have reviews, it's just the Steam community. Yeah, yeah, Steam community is just down right now. That's it. But the only free to play game that made on the list that you know again we we kind of cover on MMOs.com is Dota 2. Should be really I, that's no, surprise. no surprise, yeah. Yeah, it's after CSGO, and it's one of the most popular games on the platform. I mean, we don't really see too many MMOs at all. Nothing I mean, really on Platinum. We, we oh, yeah, I wanted to say, look at that Rocket League. And Rocket League is still one of my favorite recent releases. Uh, I, I really love Rocket League. Can't you could sort of count uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, but Grand Theft Auto Five's in there, so mm -hmm. who knows? Okay, okay. So. And The Division. All right, and CSGO. Uh, basically yeah. everything here is MMO. And, and, and the Witcher is a single-player MMO, right? You know. Yeah. And Dark Souls, they have passive interactions and some brutal one v one PvP. Oh, well, lots of MMOs up here. All right, I think I think we see some real, like an actual MMO. All right, go down. More traditional. Well, more GTA traditional. Online is an actual MMO. All right, all right. Is it though? Yeah. Yes. Says the Division. Okay. Oh, the Division. Yeah, we have that covered. Okay, so let's go down the gold here. What do we got? What do we got in the gold Ooh. category? We have uh, Warframe. Warframe is the big one there, I and think. And Ark is there too. Yep. Yeah. But, Ark but is look, huge. The Warframe is, again, probably the biggest Western free to play success story in the last like few years. 
Like obviously, League and League is way older. Dota is way older. But Warframe blew it out of the park. It's consistently rock Steam charts. It's got probably over forty thousand players online right now, and it's it's always in the you know, it's ro it's done amazing for them to the point where Perfect World is trying to kind of make a co-op game kind of like it because it's making so much money. It this I've never played it. Have you guys played uh, it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like barely it. played it, but I, I know people on our Discord things, that love it. But... Sure, why don't we play it one one night together? Because I kind of want to play it again to give give it give it a real you know sure. real shake. I'm, I'm, I'm down want... because I, I've never played it, so I, mm -hmm. I can I can give a legitimate reaction. You know. Mm -hmm. I also want to note that like despite all the drama with H1Z1, King of the Kill is up there. Like, look at that. Mm -hmm. Infestation is a better game. I doubt that. Um, and I'm also happy just outside MMOs, the Tomb Raider series is still doing well because the resurrect the reboot is like really good. Really? I have not played it, so maybe I'll pick it up when it's for sale. You uh if okay, if you're gonna play the reboot, play the PS4 version. And I say that because they remastered some of the graphics, but they never did it for PC. Oh, okay. Alright, it's fair. I'm looking at actually King of the Kill now because you mentioned it, Matt. Uh, it's doing remarkably well. You know, with all the flags from H1, H1 had some some flack earlier, but it's it's got thirty thousand players online right now. It's 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 huge. It's one of the most played games on Steam right now. Oh, Absolutely clear, rocking it. But to clarify, Rise of the Tomb Raider is the same on all platforms. I mean, the original mm -hmm. one. Get the definitive edition for uh, PS4. Yeah. Well, all right. Next up, Silver. We got Smite. Uh, another mobile makes the list. Uh, an MMORPG, an action, an MMORPG. Right, Elder Scrolls Online makes the list too. Oh, nice. Which is what we will be playing for Friday, Grind Day. Mm -hmm. um, Did you guys start a new thing while I was gone? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday Grind Day oh became a thing. Oh my god. So, so, so what? Retro? Was it Retro Thursday? No, no, we, we stopped doing that one. <laughs> uh, but what else? We got War Thunder here, free to play. So we, we're seeing more free to play as we scroll down here. Mm -hmm. uh, Rust is there, which is, I know. Uh, popular among the MMOs crew, sans me. Gumby and Ark me. Ark is winning. Ark is winning. Ark, Ark, Ark is fair. Yeah, Ark, Ark is much bigger game. I, I don't know. I couldn't get into Ark. It was, I was more of a rest kind of guy. I think what's surprising is that Payday 2 is still doing well. Yeah, that's true. I think there's a lack of... There's a dearth of... Uh, of uh, no, they, co -op Payday games. 2 pulled like a PR maneuver, right? They were, they were public enemy number one one day, and then like in a week, everybody loves them again. Like they... What was they did some fancy footwork because everyone started hating them for, for I forgot what they did again. But I think maybe they changed like owners to the studio. Everyone forgave them and they loved them. Like they pulled like some amazing PR maneuvers. Uh yeah. Uh, have you guys played Payday Two? I played it. It's 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 fun. Yeah. It's something you can play with a group. Uh, it's like Left for Dead with modern times. I think. What else? Let's scroll down to bronze now. We have a lot of MMORPGs and Browns to cover. Yes, this I mean, is where MMOs actually kick in. Free to Path of Exiles there, well deserved. Uh, your game MMOR, Final Fantasy XIV. There's a uh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of MMORPGs down here. Uh, so Dragon's Dogma for a second. Wait a minute, is that Dragon's Dogma Online? Like, nope. That Here's Dragon's my, Dogma here's my shocker of the year. Japan okay? only. Shocker mm. of the year, not just in this category, but overall. Night Online is one of the top 100 grossing games on Steam. That's impressive. There you gotta, you gotta lots, give it to them. There are lots of free-to-play MMORPGs kind of coming back to uh, mm -hmm. uh, Steam now, but this is a big shock. This is the only real old MMORPG that kind of still is make, is pulling in the big box in Steam. It's crazy. Was that like the one that you showed me before, Omer? The 
Yeah, I, I've oh shown it to you. It was so busy when I showed it to you, too. I, it the was. Game was packed. It really was. Wasn't that the one that was like, that was like a market and it was just filled yep. with people? Holy shit, dude. And it's got those player stalls. So when you go to the market, you go to the main <laughs> city, it's just packed of players. Oh so my god. over the same people online right now. I think it's like 3,000 still. But when it first launched on Steam, the number was through the roof. But they're still getting over 3,000. I mean, they peaked at 24K. So is there just like some appeal behind the, uh, I guess, low-end graphics games? or Just nostalgia. Honestly. Alright, I'm gonna blow your guys' minds. I'm ready right. to be, alright. On that list, Astroneer, one of the top 100 revenue games of the year, mm -hmm. came out on December 16th. Of wow. this year? Of last yeah. year. So Last year, last year. So yeah. they made all that money. They got in top 100 in the last 15 days of the year. Wow. Holy crap. And I'm pretty sure it's an indie game. They're kind of. They're trying to be the like the rehabilitated version of No Man's Sky. Like, that's, that's their that's spiel. Actually, yeah. Because yeah. there was so much outrage over No Man's Sky, they can, they can harness that and like monetize it. Well, they're not trying to be No Man's Sky. It's just they've kind of made something that's No Man's Sky. Mm -hmm. The calling's on this list too. I remember I know Shu and I used to play that for fun for a while, but uh, I don't know. I, think, I feel like it kind of dropped off. It was super popular when it launched. Yeah, it's dead. Those kind of games person. don't have longevity. You know, how many times can you play the calling before it's, you know? I had fun with the calling. All right, it was. It got my. I got my money's worth out of it. I had fun. Why? Why don't we play the calling? <laughs> the game is no, people are boring. Playing. Oh my god, it's the same thing every fun. time. The map is small. Fun. There's only one map, right? I mean, mm -hmm. they, they updated a lot, though, didn't they? I, mean, I haven't checked it out since, but I remember like back then I was playing it like the entire day, pretty much. Alright, I mean, we'd we be amiss, uh, amiss if we didn't mention Tree of Savior on that list, too. I mean, Tree of Savior made, I believe, the bronze as well. And that shouldn't be too surprising, considering how much hype was behind the game. And all that hype, though, it led up to some pretty big disappointment because of all that hype. But uh, it, it did make the list. It probably made a good chunk of change. And uh, they're actually trying to fix some of the issues with the game. I mean, obviously, I feel like this is one of those situations where they should have waited to launch until they had more content and they didn't have all the server stability problems. I mean, it, just a quick recap. It got so bad with Free of Savior that they just disabled registrations for the game, period. Like, you can't even join the game if you never had it. For, like, uh, over a week, like two weeks at a time. It was absurd how bad they planned it out. But uh, on the positive end, they actually are working to rebalance some of the classes. I know, sure, you played the game probably the most out of us. Yeah. And I feel like the classes, like, how imbalanced... Like, were there a lot of classes that were just, like, outright unplayable if you just fucked up and you, like, leveled the wrong classes? There were some, but I think just the major issue was just that the game was just not that fun, to be honest. It was, like, the only thing keeping you going was, like, looking forward to, like, oh, man, I can't wait to be, like, that big dick, like, whatever, class mm -hmm. 7 or whatever, right? But, like, it's, like, the the game, like, the pacing felt really bad, and it was just, like, it was just kind of boring. Like, you just, like, walked around grinding, and, like, the systems were, like, just not really that great, to be honest. Like, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. More specifically, shoot. What about the the job system? Because I know it kind of, you know, it was obviously inspired by Ragnarok, but like the job system was different. You know, whereas in Ragnarok, in a lot of games, you get a certain job advancement, you're there. You had yeah. the whole multi-tiered, like you put two points to one job, then you get another job. Like, yeah, you could multi-class really hard in that game. But did you have it. the same kind of like motivation to get the next job when it was like almost like an incremental improvement? Whereas when you get a full job in Ragnarok, it feels like a big deal. Was that um, maybe one of the 
Well, Curious what you think I, about that. I, I think it was okay because a lot um, when you did up into a new job, you did you did have access to higher ranks as well as new abilities. Mm -hmm. So even within the same job, like like say you went from, you know the uh, cryomancer one to two, you you still got new abilities, right? On top of being able to level up your things, um, higher, so you could be a specialist in that thing, and I think that's interesting. From what I read about the people, and people told me, you know, oh, you can't put two points to like Highlander. That that's just a disaster. You do that, your character's ruined. You got you yeah, got people do that in every game. People do that in every game. Yeah, it's 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 you know, I feel like you should be able to play. I mean, people play battle priests in Ragnarok, and, they, and mm -hmm. it was fun, right? Like like it's not optimal to play a battle priest, but like people did it, and it, it was fun to do. And um, people should be allowed to do that, but. Um, I think in the end, I mean, that I don't think that was the, the true issue. But I mean, and then again, there could be an issue with like new players, right? Who like, mm -hmm. are, they're, not, they're not knowingly going into that. They're not like me. They're like, I'm going to go in and play something unique. You know, they just mm -hmm. want to play like what's optimal. And then now you're fucked. <laughs> and, uh, you know, have fun with that. But but I, I don't know. There's, it, it's difficult to do a system like that, correct? Because if you allow people to reset, they're just going to pick the optimal leveling build and then yeah. reset later, you know, so... You're gonna have like everyone is the same class as your low, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So, and, but, and there's yeah. there's some premium to you know leveling up as a difficult class, um, in the end. But yeah, yep. could have been better. It, it was it was my big disappointment of last year, I'd say. My and, biggest. Yeah, yeah. What level did you get up to anyway? Sure, you play you play a decent chunk. Oh shit, I don't, I don't even remember. It was it's pretty high though. Mm -hmm. But the game was just unplayable. It, it was unplayable, you know. Uh, uh, Shoes review on Steam, unplayable, thousand hours in. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those kind of reviews. But, but it's it's like the type of thing. I mean, it's the type of thing that you really want to play. Like I really wanted to play it, and like I couldn't do dungeons because like it was like so messed up. And mm -hmm. then it just like in the end, like I realized like I'm not really having fun with this. Like, what am I doing? You know. So I I stopped. Is I have to say it was my second biggest disappointment. As I'll say second, not first of of last year. <laughs> what was number one? Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go, yeah. Oh, I figured. <laughs> you know, I spent two hundred dollars on Pokemon Go? I spent I spent a hundred. No, I spent twenty, I spent twenty, I spent a hundred. I spent a hundred. Right. That, all right? I don't know you guys. I'm eagerly awaiting Gen two. Yeah? Nothing's gonna change. That game has no content. I'm playing but the real Pokemon. <laughs> Before we get off Tree of Savior, they are doing some uh, balance changes to all the classes to fix some of those disparity problems and issues of uh, balance between the classes. Uh, because, again, as you said, you can level up each class uh, multiple times or advance to another job and level those up. You had a lot of paths, and they advertise like a, a crazy combination of jobs, and it all works great, but some of them end up being very suboptimal. So they're hoping to, to tweak those changes. I, I think nope. the thing that's kind of discouraging, though, about the whole thing is like, you know they have all these issues, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make a mobile one now that's like completely different from the other one." And it's yeah, I'm like, excited for the mobile one. I'm excited. I, I, for I'm, the I'm excited one. about it too, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's kind of like fuck you at the same time, right? Like, if you've been playing it, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna put more resources into that when we haven't fixed everything yet." And the, that's true. I don't know. It seems it seems like a it seems like a grab. I mean, I see why they did it business wise, but it, I feel like it's a. Yeah, mobile, they got they got to get on mobile sure they got to get on mobile and the yeah. game looks awesome on mobile honestly i actually really want to play that game on mobile i mean hopefully 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 it goes well I, I, like despite me being like salty like salty i want i want the games to get better i want pokemon go to get better so i can play it i want 
She was saving to get better as can play. I don't really care about Wildstar, but wow. <laughs> for most games, I'm gonna say ninety nine percent of games, I'm 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 really hoping they do well. Alright, fair. Here's here's an uh, odd thought. Okay. If hmm. Pokemon Go <laughs> still has any fire left behind it when they you know, finally release Gen two and stuff, right? Huh? It actually has the potential to be the highest grossing single Pokemon game. Because it you know, because it's mobile, right? And mobile's so big. It's also the only one that lets you microtransact. Exactly. Right? It's the only one where you can spend infinite amounts of money. Yeah. They've already made like over seven hundred million dollars. So yeah. how much more do they need to be able to get the, to become the single biggest grossing Pokemon game? Probably like not a crazy amount. Oh uh, no, they sell pretty well. I don't know the exact numbers, but uh, yeah. they they do sell pretty well. So it's uh, it's not there yet. I, I wouldn't say. Uh, like for example, Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, Yellow, the original series basically sold mm -hmm. almost fifty million copies. Holy crap! So fifty million times, let's say thirty, right? Is what number? It's a num. It's a number. One point five. Billion? A number. One point five billion. All right. So we're not there yet with Pokemon Go. If it launches the big update, yeah, like you said, it could happen. Food for thought. Hey, hey, I got a question. So I had a debate with them there. All right, and I want to know everyone else's uh, opinion on it. Do you think that a game can be an MMO but have a single player mode? Yes. No. Yeah. I say yeah. no. Really? So if Overwatch adds a campaign, you gotta take it off the site. No, no. If 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 it, if what you do in single player carries over to multiplayer, if it's a separate experience, yeah. I mean, you're literally describing elite. No. Imagine like like. like if I could play single player Diablo and then play online and carry over my single player stuff, I don't know. You could in the open server. You're literally describing Elite Dangerous. Is Elite Dangerous considered MO? I mean, we yes. have on the site, baby. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, this came because I was talking the about. World yeah, it is, it, yeah. Um, I never played Elite Dangerous. instances you out in terms of like a bunch of people around you. Like there are a bunch of people in the world, and it instances a certain yeah. amount of them out. It is an MO, yeah. Let, let, let me let me add some context though to to um we were discussing if Pokemon is an MMO or not because Pokemon has matchmaking and ranked and stuff like that. It's as much an MMO as like Dota or League, like, right? Is matchmaking? I'd I say don't think Pokemon. So. I'd say Pokemon's only the literally no. the only thing that's keeping Pokemon from being an MMO nowadays is the fact that you don't have to be online. Like, you have to be online to use certain features, but I'd say that the fact that you don't have to be online is literally the only thing keeping it from being an MMO. But then that it goes against the argument that... Oh, you can have single uh, player that requires online action. Single player that, you know... Oh, that's not true. Super Mario Run, for example, you have to be always online, even though it's single player. I, I, I don't know. I, just feel, <laughs> I, I can't clarify. I can't, I can't say Pokemon is an MMO. Well, um, you're talking, only... you talking to people who say chess is an MMO, so... Yeah, you, you, you're nuts, that's why. You, you, Gumby, and, Gumby and Aaron think chess is an MMO. Um, no, no, only online chess, like PC chess. Like, yeah, lobby-based lobby, lobby based online chess yeah. is not I mean, an you MMO. Got, you got a ranking, you got MMR, literally, like you, ELO. It's okay. literally you got ELO, okay? You got matchmaking, you got different classes, right? You got the pawns, the bishops. You have unlocks. You can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can use different boards. You can use different boards, you know, like the map. The maps change. Red tiles, blue tiles. You got a username. No, I, I, I think you should read the MMOs.com definition of what defines an MMO. There's more to it than if just an online game with multiplayer. If you if you have multiplayer is your only cutoff and no, at least no. one I, semblance I, of like up. persistence. Do you what? miss what I'm saying? You got classes. They're not classes. You got different maps. I, I think 
you're really stretching this definition of MMO because it's most right. certainly not an MMO. All right. Well, Omer, I would say that uh, Pokemon is very close to being an MMO. I mean, you have Wonder Trade, which connects you with literally random people. You have uh, matchmaking. You have all sorts of other shit. It's it's very close to being an MMO. Yeah, I miss someone made a good point uh, in in chat. Um, Shard of the Avatar is something similar to Elite Dangerous, where you do have single player instances and multiplayer instances in the same kind of spiel universe. So yeah, I can see, I can see slowly going in that direction. It feels wrong. It doesn't feel right. There are a lot of things you think feel wrong that just—I think you're overthinking it. You sound like you sound, you sound like a priest there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, talk about uh, quality, quality MOBAs, all right? We got to go to my favorite MOBA this week, all right? We got some big news for uh, Heroes Evolved, a game which I, I could not convince you guys to play with me too often. I mean, I, I played this game more than I cared to admit. I played at least, like, I got at least 10 hours clocked in, boys, on Heroes Evolved. And it's it's a duker of a game, but... Had a bad game first version. experience. She yeah, played with me, and she couldn't get into it because she picked a shitty hero. Oh, I mean, the thing is, is like... like a like Joan of Arc. I mean, why is she shitty? Okay, so she, she picks a awesome. character, Joan of Arc. She's like a she has a shield and a hammer, right? And like it looks like a, a warrior character, right? But get this, it's ranged. So it's a character <laughs> in like full armor, plate mail armor, with a shield and like a, a hammer. And it, her attack is ranged. No, 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 no. So her, her attack is ranged. So her her auto attack is ranged, but she has a lot of like a like close range like AOE, which doesn't make sense because she's kind of squishy. I, like I, I was so confused. But anyway, this this is my my I say it's my favorite MOBA because it's my favorite pay to win MOBA. It is the most pay to win MOBA of uh, I guess of ever, of ever. I've never seen a MOBA that's more pay to win than this. It's a game <laughs> where if you die, you can pay to instantly resurrect. Have you and lost the, a game to the pay to win yet? I, I've seen people pay to win, and I, I've lost like two games overall. So I'm sure I, I might have lost one of them. I, I remember I was playing with my friend, and he's laning with an opponent, and the opponent just suddenly starts shopping like in lane. You can you can buy items in lane if you pay money. You can't do that with in-game currency. The only way to shop in lane is to spend real money. How do if people you... play? I, I don't understand. Like, like why play this when like League of Legends is free? Like, I, I don't get people it. People play like, it, you know. People what's are out the, there. Like, yo, but what's the 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 drive? Like, like so, I, so, I'm, so I'm so if you die in League of Legends, you can't pay the res, all right? In this game, if you die, you can pay the res. I mean, I think we played this once as a group, and honestly, it, I didn't have any worse a time in this than I did in League. Oh. What? Come, I'm come just on. saying. That's your casual, like, if you look at any game very briefly and overlook the fact that you could just pay to win. Like, imagine imagine in this game, if you just pay $100, it just ends the game you win, right? Imagine that was a feature. Yeah, your experience, if nobody paid the $100, would be like, eh, it's okay, right? But it's obviously a worse game because of that. Because you know your games will not be balanced in the future. But, all right, here's the thing. A lot of people play games, in fact, most, the vast majority play games casually, right? Not to compete. So, okay. the fact that this is pay to win... A part of my brain automatically says you can relax. Whether you win or lose doesn't matter because it's 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 casual. Like, no one takes it seriously. Like, we didn't take it seriously. Whereas if I play games like League or uh, Dota or Counter Strike with with my friends, certain friends, I can't have fun. I, I have to be like, I've got to be serious. I got to you know they're gonna they're gonna be screaming at each other. You know it's gonna be a tension filled atmosphere. Even for winning, you can always lose, right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's a different experience. Like you, you can actually just unwind on a game like this. And yeah, one, of them, play, one, one the of them is like a, a cancerous experience that you don't, you don't oh, want to really play too much. This is coming from someone who literally spent hours playing this, right? Yeah, I did spend hours playing it. And I think it's for the same reason, but maybe you weren't aware of it. With this game, you can unwind. You can turn off the serious mode, right? And just kind of relax. 
Whereas if you're playing league with, you know, people your level in league, you can never relax. You got to just, you know, you got to be in the zone, you know, you, you, you know, you're, you're stressed, you know, you got but, the uh, adrenaline I feel, uh, Look, you can enjoy a game and recognize it's shitty. That's what that, that, that's my, like, my spiel here. Like, I recognize this game is shitty. I, I recognize War <laughs> Mode. It's not a, you know, it's not a great game, even though I enjoy it and I love it, all right? I recognize it's not a great game. Hey, I actually have an argument for, like, the, the pay-to-win game. All okay, right? go. All right, go. So, you're, you're really good at uh, MOBAs, right? Am I right? Yeah. Would you say? You're, 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 you're top, it's top 1%, 1% okay. of players, right? How good does it feel when you play these games against, like, rich people that are dukers? And you just make them waste money. And you're not even doing anything. It feels really good, honestly. Like, every what? time you see them buy, you're like, oh, take that to your wallet. Take that. It's like you're, it's like you're hitting them in real life. Right? Yes, actually, that, 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 is, that is actually a good point. And that is actually a positive experience. When I'm laning and I see my opponent, like, spent real money and buying, like, like to shop in lane. If he spends real money to instantly resurrect. Like, even if I lose that game at that point, and even if you use that, like, that purchase to win... Like he literally paid to win. It makes me feel good that this asshole spent money on the internet. You know, this, you this, 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 this dumbass. You know, I'm calling him a dumbass because I still play the same game he did, but he paid to win. So I guess that makes some sense. That he you know, lost you, in real life. <laughs> yeah, he lost. He won the game. He lost in real life, right? <laughs> so it does feel good in a way. So maybe there is something to these pay-to-win games after all. Because <laughs> it's very. Like, yeah, go ahead. I think it's important to note that uh, despite any issues any of us may have with this game, it's. Uh, it's, it's made enough money that they completely, completely rewrote the entire client just mm -hmm. to put it on mobile. Like, it's yeah. made from the ground up for mobile. And um, something I thought was funny, it's made, if I remember correctly, by NetDragon, who you guys may remember as the people who made that bizarre... Oh, uh, you're right, you're right, my bad. They're the ones that made that bizarre Dungeon Keeper MMO. That's it. Mm. Same company. I mean, again, not just remake the game. Uh, it's worth mentioning. If you look at their, like, this is amazing. If you go to their championship page, their grand prize, final prize pool is 350,000 US dollars. Like, hot, like, some real games don't get this kind of prize pool. Like, massive, Real massive. games. Okay, my, all right. More traditional massive games that we all recognize as, like, giant games don't have prize pools of 350 grand. And here you have, so this game, like, imagine, like, they really capture that market of like people that feel pissed off in a game and they feel like they deserve to win, even if they don't. That they, it gives them an avenue to like get that win, and they do it by spending money. You know, you instantly resurrect. You can even fortify your buildings, like in Dota, where your buildings become invulnerable for like uh, like five seconds, and you can only do that if you pay real money. And it's on a per use basis too, so it's not like you unlock this feature by spending money. You have to pay on a per use basis. So when the enemy does it, like it, it feels right then they spent that money to do it. So if they make <laughs> enough money. To get that three hundred fifty thousand prize pool, and they, and again, as Matt said, to remake the game on mobile, so wait, which is hilarious. Maybe maybe this tournament is actually going to make them money. It's but yeah, yeah, you're right. Because, because it, if the contestants can move out their wallets while they're playing, you know, yeah, they, they might they might end up spending more than the prize pool. You're oh right. my god! Can can you imagine if the people that are taking part in this are like, all right, so what place am I in right now? Ah, uh, I just hit one hundred and forty. No, I just hit one hundred and seventy-seven thousand. Six hundred ninety-nine dollars. If I spend another dollar, it's automatically no longer worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I know there are a bunch of people that are like, "I'll just keep going until I hit the exact amount I would have won anyways." Yeah, and I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense to me personally. But I can imagine that being what someone would do in one of these uh, tournaments, <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. It's a reverse auction where you can't win. <laughs> 
But yeah, this game, they're doing a mobile version, and I think the only mobile MOBA that we've seen do really well is Vainglory, unless somebody has something different. Unless you call Clash Royale a MOBA, I don't know. But Vainglory is a traditional like MOBA we've seen do pretty well on mobile. So I, this, I guess, aim to compete with it. I do want to defend the game for a minute. From what I remember right. playing, I don't think it's fair to compare it to like, when I when you know when you say shitty game and stuff on like Duke game, yeah. there are literally thousands of games on like Steam that are literally unplayable. Like they're buggy, you don't move, the movement is just off. At least this functions. Like I remember playing it. Like, it I, works. It I works. I right clicked. Yeah. My character moves. You know, I right. used a skill. The skill. Let went me off. let me rephrase. You're right. It's not the game itself works, right? I, yeah. I, I didn't mean it that way. I want to say the business model is offensive. Uh, it could be offensive, but it doesn't mean the game is shit. You know, like. But but if the business model is offensive, it does pollute the game. You know, like. That's my my, right. my view. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have to leave it there. Agree to disagree, as it were. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, I got I got a game that shut down this uh, not this last week, but earlier, which we kind of forgot about. And somebody actually emailed me about this one, so tips to the guy who emailed me. I forgot who it was. Have you guys? Do you guys ever remember World of Speed? This was like a, a, a very like beautiful looking racing game, racing MMO. No, I don't and remember. It was, it was by my.com. You know, the guys, I guess they're focusing on Revelation now. Did this come out or was it like to be out? I do remember seeing it on the website, but I didn't know it was actually out. There was, I believe there was a beta and there was at one point people could play it. But it disappeared. It. Yeah, the, there was a closed beta. It was <laughs> very, 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 very limited. But mm -hmm. it did happen. So yeah, people did play it at least. But the game is no longer on my.com's homepage. So it looks like, and, and in fact, like usually when a game, they actually said on their forums they're going to like work on the game, possibly redevelop it, right? And like, thank you for all the support, right? But they literally froze the form. You can't even post on the forums anymore. Like literally everything about the game is like frozen, and you can't even talk about the game anymore. So I think it's fair to say that the game is is rest in pepperoni. The company also made a fuck. What's it called? Was it Project Cars? Something like that. So I mean, they've, they've had another major game since then that they've worked on that was published by Bandai Namco. And I, I don't know if maybe like the MMO just like went out of scope for them in terms of a realistic timetable or what, but um. It was Project yeah. Cars, by the way. You're right. Yeah, they, they've had quite a bit going on. So I, I just... Mm -hmm. I don't know that making a racing MMO was the greatest idea for them financially, and perhaps that's what happened with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, mean, it looks to be done, unfortunately. It looked beautiful, though, didn't it? Like It looked like a really high-quality, free-to-play game. Speaking of high-quality games, something I, I want to mention in a broad sense is... Uh, kind of a story we hear over and over again. We've heard it a lot in 2016. I imagine we're going to keep hearing it in 2017. And that's, we hear about a game like, say, Dark and Light, and it's going to come out on Steam. And then we find out, uh, say, a month or a couple weeks later, that, oh, we're also making a mobile game. And we hear, we've hear we heard this with Bless. Blade mm -hmm. and Saw Moon Rising recently came out in China. It seems like every major IP is also getting a mobile companion. I wonder if it's just developers throwing everything they can at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, how do we actually make a mobile game? And is, is this what's going to become the norm? Every time we hear about an MMORPG, we're going to end up with a companion mobile title? Here's what I think, okay? So mobile games are making a lot of money right now. So what I mm -hmm. think what's happening is these people are making, like, these major games that aren't exactly, like, the norm or something. And what they're doing is they're kind of, like, backing up their investments by having another game that will make potentially more money than the original game. Well, like, especially with Dark and Light, they're putting out a buy-to-play, like, kind of survival MMO that's 
really experimental, especially in terms of the Chinese market. It's not a game that like I would have expected snail games to make in the first place, and it's very, very high quality. Like we've mm-hmm. we've seen graphics. I mean, it, it had to have cost them a fortune, right? Mm-hmm. I think what they're doing is they're putting out a mobile game that they know is a safe bet in order to kind of like as a safeguard risk. Yeah. against what might happen. Especially since um since the mobile MMO is going to be different, I'm 90% sure what's going to happen is they're going to make a game based on that same engine that they've been using for a, not Age of Wushu Dynasty. They have another Age of Wushu MMO on mobile called Age of Wushu something 3D. And they have Lineage 2 Blood Alliance, which are basically on the same like engine and they look very similar. So I think what they're going to do is make it with the same engine and just kind of... Uh, have something that safeguards them in case dark and light ends up flopping. I think somebody brought up a good point. Like, uh, and I think it's what a lot of us do think. Somebody in our chat said, "Why would they waste time and money on a mobile when they could actually be adding content to the main game? Maybe like, isn't it better to double down on your, what you already have than potentially make another project? Even if it, it is a little safer, but it just seems like they're diverting their resources." Uh, uh-uh. I, I don't buy that because I think the mobile game version could could uh, serve as kind of uh, like a demo if not, or some kind of marketing method towards a real game. Also, I just want to bring as an added yeah. point, you, a bigger team doesn't necessarily mean you get the game done yeah. faster, yeah. right? When yeah. plenty of games are made in small teams and in record-breaking time, it just depends on uh, who's who's in the seat. It's also it's important. It's not, like, it's not like a progress bar and you just pour money and it goes on. <laughs> you know? it, it's, it's, also only... impor- it's also important to note that if anything, these guys only these teams only share non-essential employees like for each team you know what i mean not non-essential in terms of the company but like non-essential in terms of staying on that team all the time because they're literally made in different engines the pc game is made in unreal engine 4 and snail games flexi engine is being used for the mobile mmo so there's absolutely no chance that they're sharing any kind of like programmers or anything between the games yeah yeah, that's fair do you know, yeah. uh, Matt, is the Dark and Light mobile game going to be like the uh, the rumored, uh, quite look, quite sought after PC counterpart? Is it also going to be a survival sandbox game? It's it's unclear. Um, there, I, from what I could read, it's going to have action combat, some sort of animal husbandry, flying mounts, forty person boss raids, but wow. it's also going to have two factions. And even though it's gonna have like sandbox elements, it doesn't. They didn't mention anything about building anything. Like I don't mm-hmm. think there are any sort of like building elements. Um, I, I think it's gonna be a lot different. Remember when uh, Dark and Light was supposed to release in 2016, and Snail Game said we promise, and then they okay. didn't. And then they announced a mobile game. A lot of the first one's not out yet. Yeah, that yeah, classic yeah. Remember Remember when when they, Snail Game. Mobile game, game is a companion marketing tool. I give it a pass. Oh, I'm just talking about how they didn't even release gameplay. And they wanted to come out in the same year, but anyway, I won't harp too much. We'll see. And here's the—it's gonna have apparently a massive world of fifteen thousand square kilometers. I think my brother linked me a great video by Jim Sterling about massive worlds and being in no context. So that kind of reminded me of that. I think you mean fifteen million square meters, which is one hundred and twenty-two square kilometers. Yes, 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 math man. Yes, uh, these numbers. Yes, indeed. Math the math man. Yeah, it, it, I, I. Sp- specifically included the kilometer numbers because in the press release they put 15 million square meters 
And I'm like, that is really disingenuous. <laughs> yeah, so, it is so like silly to mention that number. You're right. <laughs> Who measures the world by square meters? That's like houses, square meters. That's for houses, yeah. Hey man, it's like those games that have like huge numbers on their attack values. Yo, it's like he hit, he hits. So it's like one million damage. It's okay when games get there. I just hate when they start that way. It's like level three, you hit an orc for like fifty thousand. Come on, like why are you starting the numbers that high? Those are the worst. But yeah, dark and light. Uh, we've we talked about the PC version quite a bit. We're we're excited for it, but there's not much else new on that front. It just clearly snail game is doubling down the franchise. That's really the, the 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 bit about the mobile game, the mobile MRPG. Oh, wait, what about that second uh MRPG you linked here, Blade and Soul, Hung Moon Rising? Oh shit, new. Uh, it may be the highest quality so. Chinese browser game ever to be made. I mean, really? it's pretty high quality, but. The thing is, it's still like basically a Chinese browser game at its core. It just uses a mini client right now, and I think that has to do with the fact that it's like full on 3D graphics, and they might need the mini client to like have the extra performance. Um, but it's going to be on mobile too, and the graphics. I mean, it's on it's on par with Revelation in terms of graphics. I I think if you're right. looking at the trailer right I now, I am. It looks beautiful graphically. But uh, because it's full-on 3D graphics, one thing that I got a kick out of is when I played it, right, because I played it on the Chinese version, the download speeds were awful. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're terrible. And because it's on a mini-client, it downloads the game as you go. You know what I mean? Like, every other mm -hmm. like browser game, they have the Flash files that load in as you go and the Flash animations and everything. Well, when I come into certain instances, people are just like, you know the little peg people in life? They look like that, but yellow, and they it show that they're loading by filling up as blue. Okay, so when you go in, you just have these like peg things swarm around you, and they just stand there as you're beating <laughs> on them, and it looks really silly until they finally load in, and most of the mobs are dead by that point. But it looks beautiful. Look at the. the but you say it's a mini client game. If you played any of the Chinese browser games, a lot of them do have the companion mini client. They don't look nearly as good as this, though. They don't look nearly as good as this. No, it looks great, but it doesn't play any differently. Does it? Yeah. So you tell me, it plays like every other Chinese, where you have the CP at the top. Basically. Power. Oh no! Why? Why? There's, oh, why? There's one key franchise? difference. Hmm. It has actual like telegraphs and like boss mechanics. Hmm. It's just that the bosses don't do enough damage that you ever have to care. No. Oh my! I hate when the games do but, that. Wait, but it could. I could be wrong. Eventually, they um could be harder because I was going through the forums to see what people were thinking. And a lot of the Chinese players um, of the game are saying that the bosses are way too hard. Wow. And there's no cash shop yet, so there's no way to pay to win. I don't know if there will be. Uh, Tencent's been making great strides against pay to win with Moonlight Blade. So, I mean, I can always hope. But as you saw in the video just a minute ago, you actually have to dodge outside of telegraphs. And people are saying they're too hard. So, I mean, it may actually be like the first Chinese browser game type thing that is like takes from real what we consider real yeah. mmos i think it's gonna do well because again there are so many games like it but this is really upping the game in terms of quality i mean it looks gorgeous and it, again there's other games like this but they can't compete i don't think because they just look worse they don't have 10 cent behind it and blade and soul i think is still a pretty pretty well-known franchise blade and soul is a huge franchise apparently it's uh like the second Second most played MMORPG in Korea right now, basically. Wow. Second only to Lineage. They're rocking it. Isn't there also an anime for that? 
Or did I make that up? There is. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. It's on our MMOs with animes list. <laughs> All right, Aaron, you got to go back on that video and go to 114 and play it from there. There's some remarkable boob jiggle on there. I want, I want to appreciate yeah, that for a moment. Hey, guys, did you guys see the, the, the news about the Overwatch map just came out? Uh, did it come out just today? Just just it right did. now. Like, literally right now. What map is it? Uh, oh, New control map, Oasis. You know, um, if you went to yeah, MMOs.com, you would know that. On, yeah, it's oh, on yeah. MMOs.com. But there's, like, a nice big picture of the loading screen. You can check out. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, right? We should we should play this, like, today and on stream. Uh, the thing about, like, Overwatch maps, any new maps... I, I don't get excited about new maps. I'm more excited about balance changes and stuff like that. And, like, things that would change the game. Please. <laughs> maybe just me. Like new maps don't do it for me. Like, I, I don't really care about the new map, and I don't mind playing the same few maps over and over again. <laughs> Did you tell everyone about how terrible this was, it was to play with me when I was playing Sombra? Oh, she, she was an unbelievably bad Overwatch player, throwing games left and right. She, she <laughs> tanked her rating from twenty five hundred to like seventeen, sixteen hundred. That's lower she than was mine. Playing, yeah, she, she, yeah, that's that's lower than like a lot of girls I know that play the game. All right, so that's it's, a pretty it's, big it's insult too. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was really stubborn, okay? Like, I, I started playing Sombra, and I was like, Sombra's, Sombra, you know, she has a lot of things she can do, right? I, I got this, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just could not win with her ever. And I was like, man, I just suck at this game, right? And there was one game that was like, oh, it was a really good map for May. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll just play, I'll, I'll switch it up and play May one game. Mm -hmm. And I crushed, like, so hard. I was like, wait a minute, am I actually not that bad? And then I started playing only May, and I got all my rating back. Yeah, so she would tank back down to like 1,700, and from there she got back up to like 2,600 pretty quickly when she stopped playing Sombra. And actually, I played with her in my placement games, and we lost seven games in a row with Shu playing Sombra every game. And I knew by game two, like, holy shit, Sombra sucks. Shu, you suck with Sombra. But I didn't give a shit, so I didn't say anything. But we lost every game when she played Sombra. The moment she stopped playing Sombra, we started winning pretty easily. I, I actually don't think I suck with Sombra, to be honest. Like, I, Shu, you I, suck I think with Sombra. I, I think, I, I think, Shu, you I suck think with Sombra. I, I just Accept think Sombra it. sucks. I just think Sombra sucks. All right. Oh, shoot. For the record, Sombra's win ratio is like 48 or 47 last time I checked. Your win ratio with Sombra was like 20, right? It's because I can't carry. Okay. All right. <laughs> blame the team. I love it. Blame the team. I, I, I do. I do. <laughs> Always blame, blame the team. But she, she's actually a lot better, though, in like a, if you play it with like a, um, what do you call it? Like a, like a pre-made, like coordinated pre-made. But I mean, you know that's not going to happen, right? Sure. I think, I think it's time to accept the fact that you may suck with Sombra as well. All right? it's, I don't it's think within I reason. suck with Sombra. Your win ratio right. was well below the average. It was just like I couldn't I couldn't kill anybody like at all. Like I, I'd, I'd hit them like like to full and then they just turn around and like just cap me in the face. Like <laughs> and I just died. <laughs> but like I legit like like I can't even out damage like Lucio's heal. He just like jumps around and like with the, the heal and like I can't mm -hmm. out damage him. It's like I sneak up on him. The only people I can kill is like Widowmaker. Like I sneak up to Widowmaker and I just like shoot her in the face. She's like a worse version of Tracer. Is the best way. To like, I played Tracer today. Mm -hmm. Who's like the same? She's like the same, right? And I, I crushed with Tracer. Okay, she, she's like the same as Slumber, pretty much. Actually, uh, she was speaking of. Of, of games you've been playing <laughs> recently, talk a little about Shadowverse. There's a pretty big expansion oh, yeah, for that recently, and you, you're you're a Shadowverse addict. I do, I do love Shadowverse. So, um, <clears throat> Shadowverse released a new expansion called uh, Ridge of Bahamut. Uh, comes with a bunch of new cards, and they um, released a a bunch of new uh, packs, which are uh, you can buy for the cash shop money. But they're pre-made decks, and they come with um, rare cards that are actually really good. They're really good core rare cards. You can buy the the decks. Of to three times he'd get like a full set mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me um 
Also, uh, Shadowverse, they, they gave a bunch of free packs to people as well, so... Shadowverse giving free packs? They no gave way. a ton of free packs. They would like, never you, do that. If you wanted to play now, you would get, like, a, a ton of free packs. So, like, I think it's really generous, and um, it's a good way to get people to play the game. So, if, if you guys want to play... How many free an packs? Alternative to you get 10 you get free, free packs, packs for the expansion, which is pretty huge. <laughs> that's that's on top of like all the other free packs you get, though, right? Yes. And no other which game is like, has given like so 30, many free packs. 35 yeah. free packs and then 10 for the expansion. You get, you get a lot. It's unbelievably generous. Uh, Shadowverse is... They, 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 they get you to the game by giving you free packs. No other card game has given me like 30 packs to start with the way Shadowverse has. And every time there's an event, I think on New Year's, they gave everybody like free packs. On uh, Christmas, they give people new packs. Every expansion, they give players new packs. And we're talking not like one pack, two packs. They give like 10 packs for free every time a major event happens. So I've gotten like so many free packs, I've had no need to spend money on the game. And I, and I love it because no other card game does that for you. Yeah. for that. <clears throat> yeah, they gave, they gave, they actually gave, uh, was it 11, 1100 gold, which is 11 packs for mm -hmm. New Year's. Um, but. Yeah, the, the game's pretty fun. Um, the recent expansion, I mean, the balance is all fucked up right now, to be mm -hmm. honest. But uh, it's overall, like, I've had a lot of enjoyment with the game. And, um, all right, sure. What do you think about the UI? What do you think about the UI? <laughs> the UI? Well, the thing is, is I didn't play. I didn't play um, Hearthstone, so I'm not, like, set You know, You don't use good, competent UIs. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think it's too bad. But the, Oh, the, it's the, awful. Come on. What's awful about it? Like, I, 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 Everything. Like, trying to just go to my friends list and view Like, going from my... Oh, okay. Those those are awful. Those, Literally, those are awful. Uh, unplayable awful. Like, that part. It's, like, oh, it's yeah, so those, bad, that part. I, I, I agree with that. Like, that's that's them being stuck in their... their um, to be honest, their Japanese mobile mentality, right? I mean, yeah. like, every Japanese mobile game is like that. And I guess to them, that's, like, normal. But, like, to us, that's terrible. Yeah. You know, and... and um, I mean that might be why they they do it that way is because it's um that's that's their core market right is Japan one second you may, you may be pleased to know should we gave this game our card game of the year award last uh, for 2016 and it's there's really it wasn't too much other competition but I think I think the game is a lot of fun if you like card games uh it's probably the best card game after and probably the only card game that can they you know as is it's still a distant second right now to Hearthstone. I think I mean, the game. I think the gameplay is really fun in it. Um, I, I had fun, but you know, <coughs> I, I'm enjoying the game a lot. It's not gonna pass Hearthstone. No chance. I agree. No chance. I mean, of course it has no pants. No, 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 no pants. Of, of course it has no pants, Shio. <laughs> no chance. You said pants. Oh she said God. pants, didn't she? <laughs> God, I'm like I have this this sickness again. Like my mom got me sick, and I'm gonna be sick for the like, entirety of winter now. Rip. A ripperoni. I don't know. I was never well, a fan of Japanese UIs, but that's a different point. That is a different point. That is a point we've explored quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But we do also need to explore some stats that Amazon Game Studios released about Breakaway, a game I did not have a chance to play, oh, but I believe uh, the three of you did. Uh, I didn't play it. I don't. If, so, could someone give me a quick, say, one or two line description of what the hell Breakaway is? I know it's a MOBA, but it also features some type of. It's a team-based uh, arena I, game with multiple win conditions, uh, including wiping the team enemy team out or scoring a capture the flag kind of spiel. Mm -hmm. There it is. Sound, sounds confusing. But anyway, so we got some <laughs> stats, and they were less than stellar when you actually give a breakdown. And luckily, we have Matt, a real gaming journalist, to break down the mm -hmm. stats here. Uh, apparently, there were a total of 9,375 matches played. Uh, and the total amount of playtime was 486,000 minutes. Now, when you divide that by the total uh, number of matches, 
you only get about 51 minutes played per match, which really isn't that that much. No, it's pretty bad. So, it's pretty disappointing, actually. And I know, Matt, you had said here that you didn't even play that much, did you? No, and, um, like, matches don't last 51 minutes, so it's the stats are really low. And I just want to throw it out there that uh, to explain how low these stats are, if every single person that played this weekend played one round, right? So there are eight people per round, eight times, or, yeah, eight times 9,000 is a less than about 80,000. So less than 80,000 people would have played if there were everyone played a single round and they were all full. Now, yeah. we know that's not true, so significantly less than 80,000 people played the game over the weekend. And this is Amazon Game Studios' big, like, debut. It's it's the not The first good. game, yeah. That's uh, that's unfortunate. I don't know. We all we did we we checked it out. I thought they're trying something different, but it was confusing. Honestly, it was confusing. And mobile is like in general confusing, but this was also confusing. Even though there was less variables of like items and stuff like that, but it just it just wasn't. You couldn't just pick up and play. Like it was so clear from the games we played that so many people didn't know what was going on. And you can't just say go play the tutorial. Yeah, everyone had to play the tutorial, right? And you play for a couple. You queue for a public game, and all of a sudden, everyone ignores the ball and kills each other. Like nobody's even trying to play with the ball. Like, how does that happen? You want to know a more depressing stat? Hmm. So, if we assume that every match, um, only or everyone played one match, and there were just under eighty thousand, that means approximately six minutes per person. Yeah. If we awful. assume that, mm -hmm. it's awful. But hey, it was an alpha, right? And even though they let everybody in, it was like a fake alpha where like you had to get a key, you had to get invited. But the second you put your email on the website, you get a key. you're invited automatically. So everyone got a chance to play if they wanted to sign up. I think this game is basically their tech demo uh, slash trial run for their bigger game. Uh, I think it's called, or at least codenamed New World or something. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be an MMORPG. Um, so this With is just streaming events. With streaming-driven events, somehow yes. they're going to make it work in an MMO, and I don't. I'm scared. I'm I'm <laughs> skeptical, but again, like I was saying, this game, this uh, breakaway, is just their trial run. Make sure they got the netcode down. They know how to like patch a game, keep it up, etc. Uh, so again, this and also it doesn't look like a very big game in scope. So I think it can still find the niche with a small player base. Uh, so I I don't think it came out too disappointing for the from their internal. Uh, I guess projections, because they mm -hmm. did they did take the time to make that infographic, right? Yeah. So which means they were at least partially impressed enough to present that. That's true. That's true. Otherwise, <laughs> they like, would have not said anything. Yeah, they just would have said, "Thank you for your participation. We had a great, overwhelming response. Good job, guys." You know, <laughs> that's true. They didn't have to make that infographic. That would have been a safe bet. They didn't have to be so honest with the infographic either. Yeah, it could have, you know just pick and choose the stats that help them. That's fair. And I mean, I just I think the biggest problem is they debuted a game that's just too complex for its own good. Yeah, they had too many elements going on at once. So that's pretty crazy. If you guys are confused about it, then I was confused that's really at first bad. too. Yeah. Well, well, not now, but like even now, there are so many things that you just forget about because you're too busy with everything else. It's hard to manage every single thing. There's so much micromanagement that has to be done. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully it gets polished up because 
hey, you know, at least they're trying something different. If they can polish it up and make it so it's not as confusing and players get it, who knows? It might do well. But it's competing, again, a very absurdly difficult genre of MOBA where Does League and Dota control polish, it. Is that at least? Like it's really polished? Or uh, no, like the... I think... I think it's, polished, the... yeah. it's polished everywhere except movement. Yeah, Movement yeah. is not good. Oh, I see. You kind of stopped to attack. I think that's what you described, and it, and it does feel kind of weird when that happens. And for an action MOBA, you kind of want to be able to like swing like slightly in motion and stuff, and it's got to feel right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess no one was a big fan of Breakaway. Breakaway, not yet, not yet. Uh, I I have a minor, uh, not really a story, but minor achievement I accomplished in FF14 uh, yesterday. I got I got a large I got a large house finally I got a large wow. house in Mist. All that gambling paid off, huh? Uh, it was two hundred twenty-five million gil I paid for it. It was a good chunk of change, but we got a large house, one of the nicest houses in the game. So that's that's big because there's very limited housing spots in FF14. Pretty poorly designed, honestly, the entire housing system as a whole because the limitation and stuff. But we got it. We got a nice house, beautiful house. So I'm I'm happy. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Gummy. You're, you're living the dream. Living the I, mansion I got the dream. Old house. I got the old house back. She took the old house back. You got the large house. Not even no, level 60 yet. And he's got the biggest house. Not even level 60 yet. Level 55. But I I had 380 million when I bought that house of Gil. So rocking it. Thanks for all the 950. Good shit. So I still have to get 999 million Gil. The, the MMO resolution lives on, though. So I'm going to have the large house and 999 million Gil. <laughs> You guys want to know what the funny thing is, though? Is even though we got the, <coughs> even though the, the, the whole house thing happened from like the in-game gambling, right? Mm -hmm. Me and Omer in turn lost money. Yeah, in yeah actual yeah. gambling. <laughs> so yes, I I made a lot of my money in FF14 running a casino. Even though we pay for the house at the casino, uh, she was in Vegas and we lost money playing real gambling. Unfortunately, I'd rather I'd rather win in real gambling and lose in game gambling. But unfortunately, it was the other way around. So rest in pepperoni, my money, and shoes money when she was I in uh, Vegas for New Year's. 170. That's a lot. That's a lot for me. Rip. I think we have one last bit of news to bring up here, and that is regarding NetEase's next big MMORPG. They released a teaser trailer. Ooh. And uh, I don't even know if, if this is properly called a teaser trailer. That's really what I wanted to get at after we watched this. This is actually titled Official Debut Trailer. I don't know if that's what it says in the original language. But mm -hmm. you watch the trailer, and it just kind of shows us some scenery, very pretty and whatnot. But it's not really giving us... Oh, am, am I getting an interjection here? Am I being thrown off? No, we can hear you. Oh, never mind. We're good. We're good. I'm right. We're good. So anyway, this isn't really showing me anything. <laughs> For a game that's supposedly supposed to enter beta soon... Uh, this is basically just let's show off the environment and that's it. But, oh, but it, it looks pretty enough. It's just actual game scenery. What does that mean? Like it seems like CGI. It's I guess it? they they. It's in game. It's in it's, game. Yeah, it's, it's in game. Impressive. Oh, that's pretty. That's impressive then. No, it looks nice, right? It's just it's just showing off the environment. It's a huge nice step up. It is a yeah. huge step up from Revelation. Yeah, this is gorgeous. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's true. I don't know, a Revelation, I don't think the bar should ever be set at Revelation Online. No, it's their... What people think about it. their last major game. This is their last major game. Well, Revelation is their last major okay, game. Okay, okay. Released previously. Game, yeah. Yeah. Right. This they looks were. gorgeous. The art, something about the graphics, like, gives me a very cutscene-y look. Yeah, the lighting is well done. 
Um, it actually reminds me, I don't know if you guys have watched any of the Age of Wushu 2 trailers. Mm -hmm. Age of Wushu 2 has been teasing itself for a very long time, but they just basically show like a tree, a river, a rock, and then mm -hmm. they say, oh, look at this new trailer we got. And I guess this is a little better, better than that. This is showing up graphics. But I do find it funny the way, yeah. uh, how teaser trailers, their trajectory has gone. Where it's kind of like little slices for the hype. Do you guys see the way the lightning strikes? It's like fucking phenomenal. Just, yeah. I've never seen a game get the lightning so perfect. I'm, I'm looking. I'm watching this thing. There's something off about this. It, it seems too good. Even like the wind and stuff. Like It just seems like... Yeah, like the dust I don't know. You, and stuff and the way you can the, see it. You can see the, the flaws. That's that's what makes me believe it's real. You can see the flaws. Like when you see the book, you can see yeah. where they have the um the bones in the book. It's not cloth physics. You can see where they um. You can see where the physics engine is at work. Mm -hmm. Let me put it that way. It, it's too obvious for it to be pre-rendered. But this looks phenomenal. Like, I I don't think we've ever seen like before this like. A Chinese game that's like really pushing the boundary on graphics. I mean, they make a lot of games, some great games, I'm sure. But like, usually when we think of like beautiful, highest, best looking graphic games, we think maybe like Japan or US, really. But this looks phenomenal. I mean, unfortunately, there's really no gameplay shown, really just in game footage. But I'm curious to see what this will look like when it comes the out. The UI is going to ruin it. Yep. yep yeah, there, there you go. There you go. The what's, the, uh, what's the name the of this world? The going to ruin it, all right? There, that too. The name of this world must be always windy, because every <laughs> single scene has wind. Actually, if you guys are not fans of UIs cluttering up the screen, which I don't know who is. I am uh, not. You'll be pleasantly surprised when we do ESO on Friday. Uh, it has one of the best, and by best I mean not their UIs I've played in an MRPG so far. Wow. I've also said that a lot. Uh, I, I think ESO, I think you're right. I think ESO nailed it. It only shows you UI elements when you need them. Yeah, but uh, I think the one thing that I'm still shocked about with NetEase's new game is that it's Treacherous Waters Online in China. It's Justice in English. Like, why? That why did no they sense. make it Justice? Out of all we things. love Justice. There's actually another video too. If you want to show off the game's uh, graphic in light illumination technology, and so that's a mouthful over there, but it looks it looks gorgeous over here too. This game looks crazy, right? The, the, the visuals are like out the, of this the world. Fire, the fire and the fucking wind and rain. This seems too good to be true, boys. I'll believe it when I can play it. All right, Until I gotta see it in action. Yeah. I, all I'm seeing is environments and some impressive stuff, but I want to see it online. You know, with what, people. Well, you around. can. Yeah, For one... briefly in that video, you can see someone like take control and walk. You can see it. Somebody says it almost looks as good as Cal Online, right? Maybe, but not quite Hero Online tier yet. That's that's the top quality of them, right? Once I have actual gameplay cluttering up their tech demo, we'll see what it really looks like. Yeah, there you go. Once the gameplay gets in the way of the beautiful graphics, then we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, it looks hella impressive. I'm glad I saw this. I mean, it's awesome. So, yeah, there are some interesting things to look forward to this year. Uh, hopefully, uh, many more games will launch this year rather than get stuck in perpetual early access slash mm -hmm. development. Pre-alpha. Yeah, yeah, all that nonsense. Again, some of those games are going to come out. Some of those Kickstarter games are expected to come out this year, so it's, it's good. Yeah, we shall see. Let's hope. Yep. All right. Well, uh, any, last, uh, any other ideas? Any other news? Are we, are we good for the week? Oh, we're gonna do uh, late night live again. Yeah, I'm gonna stream with Shu. Uh, probably she want to do it today. Actually, no. After I come back from Costco, depends <laughs> on when it is. Yeah, hey, we'll, we'll sell that for for we'll, we'll decide that on the post game. All right. 
right. Well, yep. all right. that's it for YouTube. I uh, will be live. Happy 2017. Yes. Happy 2017. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully less less uh, deaths this year. You know. Yeah. yeah. Give us your. Uh, I'm hoping for more deaths. Give us your wow. expected wow. game of 2017 uh, in chat in the post game. So that's it, guys. Stick what around. Celebrities most Twitch. likely to die this year. Take no. it easy. See ya. All right. Jeez. Later for you too.